The following program is sponsored by Fairly Spiritual on KCIS. Hey, this is Dr. Doug Bursch, pastor of Evergreen Foursquare Church in Auburn, Washington, and you are listening to The Fairly Spiritual Show. You know, sometimes we do spiritual things because we think the Bible demands it. But when we look at Scripture, Scripture actually says something a little different than what we've been doing. I want to talk about the issue of forgiveness. The Bible says a lot about forgiveness, but does it say this, that we should ask the people we've sinned against to forgive us? Is it biblical to say, please forgive me? Or is there a different way to bring reconciliation to our relationships? Thank you for listening to The Fairly Spiritual Show. I am Dr. Doug Bursch, a pastor, a co-pastor, a church in uh, Auburn, Washington, and I'm so glad you could take this time to be with me. Uh, so if you want to contact the show at any time, uh, leave this message. You can leave a voice message or you can text at this number, 360-818-4513. That's 360-818-4513, 360-818-4513. Feel free to text me or you can just leave a message. Uh, so I'm going to get into a topic here that for some people at the beginning, you might think I'm saying something that I'm not saying. How's that for vague? This is a very important topic. I'm going to talk about forgiveness. And I asked a question on Twitter recently. My handle is fairly spiritual. And uh, I asked a question because I wanted to get insight, one that maybe I was missing something and I hadn't read certain scriptures, and I also wanted to get insight how people view forgiveness, how people really understand forgiveness. There's a lot of teaching on forgiveness, but I've noticed that some of our teaching isn't necessarily rooted in scripture. That maybe a pastor told us something, or a leader told us something, or a counselor told us something, and uh, we just assumed it was scripture, but it's not necessarily what Scripture says. Now, I'm not a big person for parsing Scripture to some minutiae and fighting over little details, so this isn't a show to be able to prove that you're wrong and I'm right. I just want to get in a little deeper at what Scripture actually says about forgiveness. And this is the issue. When it comes to forgiveness, is it right for me to come to the person I've sinned against and to ask them for forgiveness. I've seen this uh, as stages for uh, reconciliation. Uh, and we'll go through some of the stages. This show is not particularly on reconciliation, and much more just on forgiveness, but reconciliation is certainly a part of forgiveness. But they'll say this, how do you reconcile with someone? Well, uh, there's an idea of genuinely repenting of what you've done, and apologizing for what you've done, and then making amends, doing whatever you can to build trust or to make things right. And then I will see at the end of these lists, they'll say, and then you need to ask for forgiveness. Uh, some lists have that, some don't. The more I look at Scripture, I don't think that asking for forgiveness from the people we've sinned against is the first thing we're supposed to do. I think it's much more complicated. 
Now, if you've done this and there's been reconciliation, I'm not arguing against asking forgiveness, but I do want to talk about what the Scripture says and some of the things we need to be sensitive to. We also need to be sensitive to the context we're talking about. It's one thing to be in a loving relationship where there's mutual trust and mutual love and mutual care, and I'll think about the marriage, my marriage with my wife, and I do something you know, that's just wrong. And I'm not talking about a huge thing, affairs and abuse and great harm. I'm just saying I, I do something where I say something mean during the day, something rude. And it hurts my wife, and I've sinned against her. In that context, if I come to her and say, I'm sorry, honey, and I, I do something to make it right, and then also I say, you know, would you please forgive me? That's a different context, because in that context, uh, my wife wants to forgive me. I, she wants that interaction. We're in a place where we trust each other. We have mutual respect for each other. This isn't something I'm doing to manipulate her. There are, though, other situations where asking someone to forgive you is actually a form of manipulation, where it's actually a, a way of not serving the needs of the other person. So let, let's get into this a little bit, because I know some people are confused right now. They're, they'll say, well, you know, Scripture says this, and this is what I found when I asked this question. I said, is it biblical for us to ask people to forgive us? And immediately, some people would just send me scriptures, They just this scripture and that scripture, as if I didn't know those scriptures. But what it made me realize is sometimes our interpretations of scriptures we make just as authoritative as the scripture itself. But I want you to spend some time, even outside this show, to just search the word forgiveness or the word reconciliation. You can do this. You don't need a pastor or a scholar. You can do this. Just type in the word forgiveness or forgive or reconciliation and read all the scriptures that talk about forgiveness and reconciliation. And what you'll find is there is a direction to forgiveness. These passages where Jesus tells us to forgive, or Paul talks about forgiveness, where we see forgiveness expressing itself, there's a direction to it. There's a demand that Scripture has of us when we've been sinned against that God has of us. But the Scripture does not say that someone who's been sinned against should go to that person, excuse me, someone who has sinned against someone else. If I've sinned against you, the Scripture doesn't say that when I've sinned against you, the first thing I do is say, I ask for your forgiveness, or I need you to forgive me. It just doesn't say that. It talks about now that if someone has sinned against me, it's my job to forgive them. And there's very clear scripture that, is, that you know, God has forgiven us, so we forgive others. So there's, there's much about what I'm supposed to do personally in relationship with God. But the scripture doesn't say that the person we've sinned against has a right to enter that equation. Or in this sense, the scripture doesn't say that I need to make the one I've sinned against give me something. And it sounds a little confusing, but let's just get into this a little bit. Here's some scriptures on forgiveness. Colossians 3.13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any one of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. So that's about me being sinned against forgiving others. But it's not about someone who sinned against someone going to them and saying, uh, would you please forgive me? That admonition is, hey, um, forgive as the Lord forgave you. If you have it, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any one of you has a grievance against someone, forgive. Matthew 6, 14 through 15, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father 
will also forgive you. So this is between you and God. God, and then I'll read the rest of that. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. And that's a pretty strong passage and you have to see it in context. But again, the issue is me standing before the Lord. The Lord is saying, Doug, you are called to forgive those who sinned against you. God is calling me to forgive them. It's a relationship between me and God. In fact, all sin is against God. If I sin against you, I'm sinning against God, and I need to make myself right with God. So it's very clear that I can say, Lord, I know you forgave me through the cross, and therefore I ask for your forgiveness for this sin. That God has already opened up that discussion. He has already come to me and said, I forgive you. And my response from him saying he's forgiven me through the cross through salvation, is to come to him and once again apportion that forgiveness and say, I know I did it wrong, please forgive me. That's very different than the people we've sinned against. The people we've sinned against, uh, they might not be ready to forgive us. And if we ask them to forgive us, we're trying to control the situation. We're trying to get something out of them. Now, they have to stand before them and God and figure out how to forgive Every person who's been sinned against has to, with their creator, figure out how to forgive those that have sinned against them. But I don't believe it's the job of the sinner to demand that or ask of it or even be a part of that equation. In other words, if we were in a court of law and I'd sinned against someone and the person I'd harmed is there, uh, I I can apologize, I can repent, I can admit to what is wrong. And the person I've sinned against, they have a choice to forgive me or not forgive me. But it's not my job to demand it or even expect it. It's my job simply to serve and to love and to make amends. The concept of them forgiving me is not, I don't even get to enter that equation. I don't have a right to control that equation. I leave the room and then that person talks with the judge or the person who's in authority and they figure out how best to deal with me. My job is to love someone in such a way and to make amends in such a way that I serve whatever they need. Let's just look at some more of these scriptures because the scripture continually talks about what I'm supposed to do for people who've sinned against me, but it doesn't say, it just doesn't say anywhere that I'm to go to someone I've sinned against and to ask of them forgiveness. I go to God and ask for forgiveness because he has already extended forgiveness to me. But it's not my job to further that process or to hurry that process, because that person might not be ready to forgive me. That person might not want to forgive me. And if I come to them and demand forgiveness, then I'm making them serve me. I'm making them actually do what I want them to do. I'm basically trying to control the situation. And if I've sinned against someone, I must yield all control. I must yield my rights. I don't have rights to control the situation. We're going to talk more about this, and if it's confusing you a little bit, stay with me. We're going to read some more scripture, and we're going to get deeper, because I'm going to tell you why this is very important if you want to reconcile with the people you've sinned against. More to come. Hey, thanks for listening to The Fairly Spiritual Show. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to this show. Uh, If you want to text me, here's the number, 360-818-4513. 360-818-4513 for this radio show to stay on the air we need your support it's that simple so go to fairlyspiritual.org and donate your $25 donation matters it really does so go to fairlyspiritual.org 
Also, feel free to pick up my book, The Community of God, A Theology of the Church from a Reluctant Pastor. Uh, It's a great way to get my heart about the church and about ministry. I so much appreciate your support. Okay, so if you just joined me, I'm challenging the notion that when it comes to reconciliation, that we are to come to someone we've sinned against and say, forgive me. Because that sounds good. We've Even people have counseled that. They said, well, you know, you need to ask for forgiveness. You've done something wrong, ask for forgiveness. Now, the scripture clearly talks about us asking for forgiveness from God. But there aren't scriptures actually that say that we who've sinned against someone are to go to the person we've sinned against and say, forgive me. And it's important for us to understand why this is not always the right thing to do. Now, I think we can do it sometimes, and it makes sense in certain contexts. And in certain contexts, the person we've sinned against wants us to ask that. But in other contexts, when we ask someone to forgive us, we're sinning against them again. We've harmed them, we've hurt them, and then we come to them and we make a demand of them. We say, you might not be ready to forgive me, you might be hurt, you might not trust me, but I need you to forgive me. And we're making a demand, telling them to serve our needs. I don't believe that it is my right when someone, when I've sinned against someone, to make them serve my needs. It's not my right for them to make me feel better. The place that I'm reconciled is between me and God first, right? God forgives my sins. I got to stand right before the Lord. I can have that interchange, but I need to be right with God. And then my goal with the person I've sinned against is not that they would forgive me. My goal is that they would know that I genuinely love them, that I'm genuinely remorseful and repentant, And that the rest of my life, my sole purpose is to love them and serve them and do whatever it takes for them to trust me. And if they want to forgive me, I will welcome that forgiveness. In other words, you could say to someone, I know I have no right for your forgiveness, but I would like for our relationship to be restored, but I understand if it can't be restored. Regardless, I don't expect anything from you but this, that you would receive the fact that I'm incredibly sorry and I'm repenting of what I've done and I want to do whatever you want me to do to serve you and to make this a better relationship. And even if that is you no longer want to have a relationship with me, I have no right to make any demands of you. My goal is to serve you. But the danger is, and I've seen this happen in churches, where someone will do something terribly wrong, you know, they'll abuse their spouse, and the spouse, uh, you know, the wife and the husband, let's say a husband is abusing his wife, and they, they come before the pastor, and the husband who's been caught goes, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? But there's a lack of remorse, there's a lack of connection, there's a lack of empathy and understanding, there's a lack of realizing the amount of trust they must build, the amount of harm that they've caused, And we put the woman who's been abused in a situation where she's like, okay, I forgive you. And then once you forgive someone, then you just have to, you know, let it go. We just have to move on as if everything is normal and everything is okay. And we're right back to where we started. And I've even seen people use that against the person. Well, you said you forgave me. And so because you forgave me, we can't talk about this issue anymore. We can't talk about the hurt. We can't talk about the affair. We can't talk about the ways you harmed me. Forgiveness in that sense becomes a way to control someone and to control the situation. But again, what does the scripture say about forgiveness? Well, here it is in Luke 17, 3 through 4. Uh, So watch yourself. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. But again, this is not on the, the person who sinned that they need to ask for forgiveness. This is about the one who's been sinned against. They're the ones 
who have the control. They're the ones who get to decide whether to forgive. God is repeatedly speaking to the sinned against far more than to the sinner. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them, and if they repent, forgive them, even if they sin against you seven times. So this is in, or in a day and seven times comes back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. So that's a harsh thing. and That's that an issue of, well, I don't want to forgive this person. And so every person has to be before God and see what Scripture is saying and, 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 and see what it means to have authentic forgiveness. But that process is not led by the one who sinned against you. The one who sinned is just supposed to repent and love and serve. The forgiveness part is between the one who's been sinned against and God and how they figure out how to to apportion that to their life so that they can do it with integrity. It's not my job to demand it of the person I've sinned against, or even to just say, we can't move forward until you forgive me. No, that's between them and God. It's my job to love them and serve them. Ephesians 4, 31-32 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Again, it says forgive each other. It doesn't say ask for forgiveness from others. 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Now, it is true that if we confess our sins before God, he forgives us. And we understand that when we are called to ask for forgiveness from God, it's based on the fact that he has already forgiven us. He has already expressed that he has a heart of forgiveness towards us. So we're not demanding anything from God. We're responding to the gift he has already given us. And that's our role with the people we've sinned against. We can respond to the gift of forgiveness they give us, but we can't demand it. And it's very dangerous to demand or ask for forgiveness when that person is not ready to forgive us. God is ready to forgive us. But the people in our lives we've sinned against might not. Isaiah 43, 25. Let me see. Here's another one. I even, I uh, am he who blots out your transgressions. This is God for my own sake and remember your sins no more. Review the past for me. Let us argue the matter together. State the case for your innocence. Acts three nineteen. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. So we definitely turn to God and we definitely repent to God and we definitely can ask for God's forgiveness because he is giving us our forgiveness. But that is different than the people we've sinned against. There's some more here. Let me, let me just look at this. Um, Ephesians 1, 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. When I've sinned against someone, my first issue is to get right with God, to truly see the errors of my way, the filthiness of my ways, and to stand before a righteous God and to admit to my sin and to allow his forgiveness to not only restore me, but to heal me and to set me on a better path. And then out of that forgiveness, my job is to genuinely love and serve the people I've sinned against without expectation. I say this to men or women who've, who've gotten into affairs and the spouse is still willing to make the marriage work. I'll say to them, you have no rights. You don't have a right to expect anything from your spouse. You just serve your spouse. If you love your spouse, you recognize the harm and the damage you've done. So what do you do? God can forgive you and God has forgiven you. But the reality is for you to build trust in this relationship is for you simply to give up your rights and to serve and to bless 
and to love your spouse in whatever way you can because you're not their God. You don't have a right to demand anything of them, but you can serve them. And the people who are unwilling to do that, the people who are still complaining that they want their spouse to, well, you know, I said I was sorry, and so she should love me better now. That's not what true repentance is. In fact, this gets at a a deeper issue here. And here's another scripture, Colossians 1, uh, 13 to 15. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. So that issue, we have forgiveness before God and can ask for forgiveness from God, but that's different. Than, when it's, than coming to someone and saying, please forgive me. There's simply not a scripture that tells us to go to another person and say, please forgive me. There's lots of scripture that says we are to repent and we are to serve them and to love them and to lay down our lives and to treat them as Christ has treated the church. Matthew 6, 9 through 15 This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So it's the portion of I'm going to forgive my debtors, but it doesn't say uh, forgive us our debts as we ask our debtors to forgive us. This is an important distinction. Mark 11.25, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. Again, it's about that direction. It's not the other way. If someone holds you something against you, ask them to forgive you. That command is not there, but there is the command that we are to forgive others if we hold anything against them. So uh, I just wanted to bring that up, and, and here's even one of the reasons this is so important. You might say, well, Doug, this is just you know semantics. But it's not semantics, because this is what I've seen what happens with people who are seeking forgiveness. Sometimes when people repeatedly sin against someone, let's say a spouse who repeatedly uh, has affairs, or you don't have to repeatedly, frankly, any time, or or repeatedly harms the spouse, or repeatedly discounts the spouse, people like that often lack empathy. They're not connected with how their sin is hurting and harming their kids, their family. This occurs with, with addictions. Uh, with alcohol, with, with any perpetual harm that someone does to another individual. And what people like this will do is they don't have empathy. And so they're, I need you to forgive me because the only thing they're feeling is they're feeling bad. They're feeling bad that someone doesn't like the fact that they're sinning. They're feeling bad that the relationship is broken now because they've sinned against them. And what they're demanding from the person they've sinned against is that that person will make them feel better. I need you to forgive me so that I can feel better. I need you to forgive me so I don't feel this pain. I need you to forgive me so things can go back the way they were because I was fine until you showed me how bad things are and I don't want to feel how bad things are. That's not true repentance. True repentance is I'm not trying to make someone make me feel better. I'm actually trying to love them and make them feel better. I'm far more concerned about them feeling God's love, trust, kindness, goodness, and empathy. True repentance is it's okay for me to feel bad about this because it's not about me, it's about the person I harmed. And this is what you'll find. People will say they just want you to forgive them, and once you forgive them, they feel better about themselves and they move on, still not caring for your needs. It's just all about them. It's just forgive me so I can feel better and go on not caring about you. 
So if you're focused a lot on, I really need my spouse to forgive me for me to be okay, or I need my kids to forgive me for me to be okay, and you're upset about the injustices that they still don't trust you, or they haven't forgiven you the way you want them to forgive you, I want to tell you that that is all self-centered talk, and it's not reconciliation. If you truly love someone and you truly understand that you've sinned against them, then you give up up all rights to demand anything. You stand before God, you repent before God, you ask the Lord to forgive you, and you receive the forgiveness of God. But when it comes to the people you've sinned against, you have no right but to love them and to serve them. You can maybe say, you know, I'd like for you to forgive me, I'd like for our relationship to be restored, but I understand if it could never be restored in the way I want it to be. And I want to let you know that I don't want to force anything on you. You do what you need to do. It's my job to serve you and to love you. That's the goal of true repentance. That, to me, is a worthy apology. There's a lot to think about. I'd love for you to study this on your own and see what the Lord is saying to you about a way to repent and reconcile and forgive. Thanks for listening. Okay, hey, we went to some deep waters today. I'd encourage you to continue to study the scripture and find out what is true. I'd love to get a text from you, 360-818-4513. That's 360-818-4513. Also go to our website, fairlyspiritual.org, to donate or to find out about past podcasts. You can subscribe to this show uh, through iTunes, through SoundCloud, through Spotify. There's so many ways to avoid us. Now make room for the Lord. He knows you by name. And I will see you next time. Proceeding broadcast was sponsored by Fairly Spiritual. When you write or call this program, be sure to mention you heard it on KCIS.